0: Discover the aromatic harmony of the Mediterranean-Persian fusion right in the heart of Western Sydney. Welcome to Get Fat. With charcoal chicken wings packed with a punch, mixed plates for every palate, and wraps just submerged in an array of flavours and more, we'd say it's love at first bite. Don't believe us? Try it for yourself. Located in Blacktown with easy access to parking, music and more, come visit Get Fat. Be sure to head to our socials at the Ruck Infringent Podcast on Facebook and Instagram to feast with your eyes. Follow Get Fat and the Ruck Infringement Podcast for 10% off your first visit. Located at 27 Sackville Street, Blacktown. Come through and get fat where the vibes are at.
1: This is the Ruck Infringement Podcast with Joey Alchin.
0: Legends, welcome back to another episode of the Ruck Infringement Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Joey. And this week, the boys are back. We have a full ensemble with us. Let's start off with the double Reese's. Reese, how are you, mate?
2: Very well, thanks, Joey. Thanks. <laughs> yeah,
3: I'm sticking with it.
0: <laughs> Beautiful. Let's, let's jump over to Bo- Boxy. How are you going?
3: Very good. Joey, boys, how are we?
0: Very good, mate. Very good. Very good. With us is uh, two weeks in a row. I mean, this is incredible. Back to back. Blake, he's here again. Blakey, welcome back.
4: Joey, thanks for having me, mate. So, uh, very happy after Sunday, mate, on Cloud Night at the moment. Boys are flying, go to the nights. Uh,
0: I bet, mate. And before we introduce our new guest, we uh, actually have a special voice message again <laughs> sent in from our, from, our, from our mate, Kevin, from our mate, Kevin in the UK. So I'm just going to okay. play this on the microphone and he wants to say good day.
1: Good evening, mate. Kevin here from the United Kingdom. Boys, first of all, just want to say West Tigers, hard done by last week, hard done by. Always going to be tough against Uncle Nick's Roosters and how all the calls go there, where But uh, not to worry, lads, 2024, we're coming for you. Anyway, just want to say a shout out, good luck with the show and welcome back to the cast, Favourite Craig. I have always been missed last week and I uh, can't wait to hear his voice. Have a good one, lads. Take care.
0: Well, oh, that was Kevin. Thank you so much, Kevin, for sending through that voice good message. Stuff, and man. as he said... The class favourite is back. Craig, welcome back, mate. We missed you last week.
1: A lot of respect for that man. He knows his stuff. It's, uh, But yeah, good to be back. <laughs> oh, it's good to have you back. <laughs> anyway, let's jump into a bit of a merch update. Don't forget you can go to rugbyleagemerch.com
0: where you can type in the Ruck Infringent Podcast. Find hoodies, shirts, stubby holders, mugs, beanies and hats. And 10% of all proceeds go to the Family of League Foundation. That's rugbyleagemerch.com. Check it out. Merch is good stuff, good quality, nice and comfy. I know Craig has one, Reese has one too. Nice and comfy, boys. Uh, get around the rugby league merch. Now, I haven't got this in the notes, boys, but I'm throwing over the Reese quickly. We're going to do a little cricket update. The T20 is on Thursday, so Reese is just going to go through the teams for us. Take it away, Reese. We're looking at another
2: T20 series uh, playing up against South Africa.
0: So the T20 is Thursday, of course, uh, as we know, against. South Africa, and here we are. All right, so Mitch Marsh's first game as captain. We'll see Australia field an uncapped trio in their 11. So the 11 for the T20, we're looking at Matt Short, Travis Head, Mitch Marsh as captain, Josh Inglis, Marcus Stoinis, Tim David, Aaron Hardy, Sean Abbott, Nathan Ellis, Adam Zampa, and Spencer Johnson. Uh, so some really good names there. Spencer Johnson, of course, uncapped, Recy, and had a really good uh, series with – he was with the Scorches, I believe. Uh, yeah. Pretty sure he was with the Scorchers, Spencer Johnson, but had a really good Big Bash series.
5: Um,
0: Oh, Heat, sorry, Heat. And he was really good. We don't have the South African team here at the moment. No. But few niggling injuries. Stark has a bit of a groin issue at the moment. Paddy Cummins, Steve Smith, wrist issues. David Warner, Josh Haleswood, and Cameron Green arrested. So they are all absent for the T20s following a taxing few months of tests, obviously in the UK. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's really about it. I don't know if there's anything else you want to touch on, Reese. What are you <laughs> excited for for the series? Well,
5: I
2: think um, I don't know. I, th- I think Mitch Marsh uh, coming in as captain. Uh, I, th- I think he's sort of he's coming to his own a little bit. Yeah, I guess because he's sort of he's been he's been. Um, I, don't, I you boys could agree he's sort of been that player that you just. You either love him or hate him because his forms either up or down. But he's, he, I, I've been liking what he's doing lately. So I think um, I think he, he's he's got the right mindset to lead the shorter format. I'm definitely excited to see the likes of Aaron Hardy, uh, Nathan mm. Ellis, and Spencer Johnson getting more opportunities. We all know what Tim David can do. Yeah, um, yeah he's, he's <laughs> he only, he he doesn't have many gears. He's one all done. So you just know if he's on, he's smacking it. If he's if he's not on, he's he's just out. So, but I think that's fireworks down the order is something that Australia needs. Something that Australia has probably lacked in recent times. I don't know about you, lot, but I was fairly um, disappointed with their uh, World Cup defence. So hopefully we can hopefully see a little bit of a push there. Interested to see what Marcus Stoinis uh, can do. Uh, we, we all know what he's capable of he, he hasn't he hasn't impressed me much of late but I think he's just he's just one of those players that you, you give him every chance possible uh Josh Inglis he's another player that I'm really excited to see just keep getting getting chances because he he's he's just such a good cricketer and um Travis said at the top well we've got it we've got a good side boys so uh, we'll, we'll have we'll have a look at Thursday night see what the go is and we'll go from there. But no, I'm pretty keen.
0: Yeah, no, it should be a really good series. All right, let's jump into some rugby league boys. Uh, let's jump into round 26 review. Now great round of footy uh, for most of us. Let's start with Thursday night and it was the Panthers <laughs> against the Eels. The upset of the week. Well, part for Boxy, uh, Boxy called it, but the Eels getting it done 32 to 18 in this one. Now let's go through the game a little bit. Uh, a bit disappointed in Penrith in this game. I thought they really had the opportunity to make a statement in this one. Parramatta would poor the week before against the Roosters. Roosters going to done 34-12 to in that game. And then Parramatta come out like this without Mitch Moses and they and they really give it to Penrith. And they just seem to have the wood over them and, and they're able to do this against Penrith time and time again. But Blake, I want to start with you, mate. Let's start off with Mike Acebo. Four tries. Pretty great effort.
4: Yeah, mate. I thought the Eels did really well. Sevo is well known, well known try scorer. He's um, missed a few games this year, um, but he still managed to get pretty high up on the try scorers list yet again. So it's a shame it came a bit too late for the Eels. Yeah. Very disappointing year. They did really well to get up for this game, mate. It's always hard to get up for games when you know you're not going to be playing finals. Um, last game for the year because they got obviously they got the bye this week, so that was the, that was their last game for this year. But um, yeah, mate. Sevo is just um, you yeah, know powerful, strong. No doubt he'll play for Fiji at the end of the year in the um, international tournament that they're holding and he'll be front and centre of their team the end of the year. So, mate, he's just a powerful, strong ball runner. If he can stay on the field much more than get next year, it's going to be uh, beneficial for the Eels in the long run.
0: Yeah, for sure. Craig, in this match, mate, Jerome Gouwai, uh, injured early on in the first half, played a part. I didn't think it would, but it really played a part in the in the loss for Penrith.
1: Did Joey? And I was surprised when I heard the stats. They've actually lost more games with Luai than they have with Nathan Cleary. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't believe that when I heard it. So, when's he back? First week of the that's finals. a good start.
0: Well, they're say- it's a great stat. They're saying finals
1: week three, which. They said it was a
0: dislocated shoulder. I thought you could pop that back in and he'd be good to go. But finals week three is a talk at the moment.
1: They struggled without him, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, they did. Boxy, the Eels, mate, it's come too late, as Blake said. But uh, I was really impressed with the way they took it to Penrith. And do you think if teams watching this heading into finals, could they take a leaf out of Parramatta's book to get it done over the Premiers?
3: Oh, 100%. 100%. It, it was... um. It, it, it was very basic football, but it was smart yeah. football. Yeah. But like Penrith are so crafty and very unique in how they play football. Penrith, yeah. whenever they verse Parramatta, they just freeze. And Parramatta's just like, oh, we'll play basic football. Bang. Straight out to the left edge. Bang. Second yeah. rows Get a couple of run ups. Straight out to the outside. And one person I want to give a shout out to is Clint Govson because obviously he played through that yeah. knee injury. And it was a good effort. Like a bloody good effort. It was. And, like, for the Eels, like Blakey said, it's obviously too late. But, you know, it's a good win. It's a very good win. But I think it's a better loss for the Panthers heading into a final series because I said it last week, you need to lose before finals. Yeah. And that's going to motivate you into the finals. So that's just my thoughts.
0: Yeah, mate, I think it's danger. Uh, panic stations for your Cowboys this week. But we'll talk on that when we get to around round 27. Oh, yeah let's jump into our second game. It was the first Friday night game, the was against the Dragons. Warriors getting it done 18 to 6 now. I watched this game and I was actually surprised at the limited attacking potential in this game. I thought this was going to be a massive score from the Warriors at home in Auckland as well. But the Dragons, I wouldn't say they matched in defense. I think it was very error ridden football. Oxy, let's start off with you, mate. Now, the Warriors get it done, but I wouldn't say it
3: was convincing. Oh, God, no. It definitely wasn't convincing. And from what we we kind of expect now from the Warriors is to get those big wins against teams who are definitely lower on the table. But that's where you got to give the Dragons credit because the Dragons obviously played a better defensive game than what people make it out to be. To be 18-6, that's a good defensive effort. But one person I sort of wanted to touch on just really quickly was Adam Finell blake oh. How good is this Blake? Like him and Payne Haas, lock him in for the front rowers of the year. Can't even get it more simpler. And I saw her say he ran 223 metres, but, like, the guy is just a workhorse. And I think he's probably playing his best football now since he's left Manly because he's back home in an environment that suits him.
0: Absolutely. And 223 metres for a front rower. is 223 metres. He had 92 post-contact metres as well, so... Massive effort there for a weekend's okay. Reese, the wires, mate, they're looking good. This game though, probably one they wouldn't be overly happy about. Yes, they got the win. But I really want to touch on the dragons, mate, and what could have been for them? What were you we say impressed with in this game?
2: Well, not much really. Like I was expecting a blowout when like we the boxy just touched on. I t- you, you can defend all you want but you know when are you going to turn it around yeah um there's has look there has been much to be impressed with in terms of the dragons this year but you know, there has been some flat there's been some flashes you know we, we've we've seen some teams that are on their day just that you just can't beat them that's what's made this year so unpredictable with footy but yeah I don't know it's it's a, it's a tough one it' it, sh- it should have been a clear-cut one and done. We know what the Warriors like at home. Yeah,
0: it, it, it's a funny one. Yeah, absolutely. Craig, my question's to you, mate. Now, we know how good the Warriors have been, and we've been talking about this all year. Are they contenders after the past few games?
1: I think this is where the, the mental play comes into it, you know, the overthinking. And I looked at the Dragons game. I thought Dragons played well, to be honest. But I also think it was a game where Warriors went in, didn't want to get injured. They just want to get ready for the finals. And when you start thinking like that, it can start playing with how you play out a game. So I still think they're real contenders. I, yep. I think if they can finish what is, if they finish in the top two, they potentially get two home semifinals. And, geez, they're either going to get to week three of the finals or they're going to get to the grand final. So, yeah, I think they're yeah. real
0: contenders. It'll be interesting to see where they finish. They have rested five players heading into this week against the Dolphins. Uh, but we'll touch on that in our round 27 preview. Let's jump into our next game on Friday night. It was the Dolphins against Boxers Cowboys. Cowboys bouncing back in. they done 34-10. to 10, Massive win there. It was all the Cowboys. So, I mean, when you look at the stats in this game, the Dolphins didn't score until the 62nd minute. That was their first try in the match. And in the seventy-first minute, both both to Jermaine and he's been their only real player. Him and the Hammer. But uh, let's start with Blake. Blake, the Cowboys made impressive. I think they've still got a little bit to go to uh, be a real force in the competition.
4: Yeah, mate, it was a solid win by the Cows. They just they had to win. Simple as that. Um, wasn't doesn't matter if it was by one point, didn't matter if it was by hundred. They just had yeah. to win no matter how ugly it was, no matter how beautiful it was. They they came in, they got the job done against a team that most other NRL teams would have beat, to be fair. They've got a lot of players out, the Dolphins, with injuries and things like that. You're right, the Cowboys have, yeah, they're nowhere near the team they were last year. Um, yeah. It's shown towards the back end of the year. Yes, they went on that little winning streak, but then they've gone into another losing streak again. Mm. So, you know, they had that big game last week against the Sharks up at home to pretty much lock in a final spot and they got absolutely rolled. So, yeah, it was a good win, but it was against a team that, a is well out, of, well out of finals contention, and B has a lot of players missing. So, you know, Penrith have named all their stars to play this week. So, yep. at, the, at this way stage, looking at it, Cowboys are going to have to be vastly improved, and Penrith coming off a loss will not like that at all. So, absolutely, um, yeah. yeah, danger signs for the Cowboys this week.
0: Yeah, for sure, Reese. Let's jump to you, mate. The Finns, they just can't seem to get a win here. I we're impressed with them early on the back end of the season. We've talked about how they've really dropped off, but what is it about this team? I mean, we look at the coach, they've got Wayne Bennett, they've got the players to compete, but what is it? Do you think about the team? What's the reason that they can't, they they can't win games anymore?
2: Yeah, it's it's a tough one because, yeah, we we talked about, you know, they they started out strong and I think that whole, that whole uh, mentality towards, um, the, the, not exactly a new team like the whole Redcliffe thing, mm. and there's a bit of pride coming into it. But I don't know. I think yeah that they just burnt out at the top level, yeah. and it's going to take a couple of seasons to probably try and find a rhythm at the highest level in first grade. I think I think that's all it is. It's just the, just that thing a, a new team coming into the NRL. Yes, they had some success, but they're not prepared yet for the rigors of playing at the top level. So I think with the flashes of brilliance that we've seen early on, we know that they can produce that, but they need to learn how to sustain it over a period of time. I think they can get there. Like I said, it might take a season or two, but no doubt they will be contenders. And they've had a very good recruiting over the, the period of getting their license and. Playing their first professional game, yeah, for sure. So, I, yeah, I, I just, I just, it's just going to take time. That's all. Yeah, they're, they're, they're like not it. doing any, they're not doing anything wrong. They're just, they're just done for the season. That's that, that's all it is. Yeah, that,
0: that, I think that's a bit the
2: best synopsis I could
0: give. Yeah, well said, mate. I really like it. And Boxy finally made the Cowboys. Uh, I want to touch on Zach, Maybach, mate, but uh, mate playing centre, obviously, for Valentine Holmes, who is has that suspension at the moment, but. He's been really good, mate. Two tries in this game. And it's good to see some young guys coming through.
3: Yeah, 100%. And I thought he was probably our best player for the game. He was pretty good, honest. yeah. Um, and it, it just shows at the same time, like if if we have an experienced here like Valentine Holmes going out, we've got someone there waiting in the wing and a yeah. ready-made centre, which is what teams want. And, and And that's a good thing for the Cowboys. At the same time, we're not playing great. And we've got the Panthers this week, mm. like Blakey touched on, with all those guys, and you touched on as well, with all those guys staying in. We have to win that and hope for other decisions <clears> to get away to even make the finals, and that's because of our own mistakes. Yeah, but one guy I wanted to touch on really, just really quickly, and you mentioned him before was Jermaine Sarko mm. and I thought he's been, if not the hammer, he's probably the Dolphins' best player of all year. He's been inconsistent, and good on him because he's been fantastic and yeah yeah for like sure. to touch on what razy just said first year jitters for the dolphins who cares you first year in the competition you're not last congratulations well done yeah. like well, you should be very proud of yourself and you have some really big wins so i'm very excited to see what the dolphins do but hopefully the cowboys get up this week
1: guys i um i disagree on the dolphins i i i see a very similar fit to the titans when the Titans entered the comp in around 2007 or 2008, they had some great players. Like you know, Preston Campbell was in great form, come yeah. off winning the Grand Final a few years earlier. They had some good players, and then Luke just, Bailey, Luke Bailey left the Dragons to go over there and join captain Um Matt Rogers. Come back from the um, Union, and then the novelty wore off, and they just sort of they've just participated, you know. Yeah, they might have yeah. got one game short of a grand final, I think, in 2010, but that was it. I'd just say a similar thing with the Dolphins, to be honest. And I'm not trying to be critical of them, and I hope I'm definitely wrong, but that's my fear for it. I just don't know if we've got enough depth across the game. Yeah, I think that's definitely the hardest part is
0: the depth. I, I Even though they've signed well for next year, you got Farnsworth, Avrilo, and Flegler going over, they're not signings that you go, okay, these guys can win a comp. Like maybe <laughs> Farnsworth. Fleger and Avarillo, like, yes, they're good players, but you don't put them in that class of great. And you look at some of the top teams and they've just got those players. You look at Penrith, they've got Nathan Cleary. They're, and each of those top teams have one player that is a standout for them. And the Dolphins really need to find that because Wayne Bennett, obviously not going to be there for much longer. Uh, Christian Wolfe is taking over from the Super League as coach. So interesting to see how he goes, whether he can recruit some English players That's what I'm going to think He's going to try and do But Just one thing quickly Do you think though Like You
3: obviously look at those Really good teams Like the Storm The Panthers And all that sort of stuff you got your stars Yeah What's saying that Tommy Flager isn't a great <clears throat> Role player Jeremy Marshall King Bromwich brothers Before they finish their career Amarillo yeah, yeah. as well. Like who? Who's to say that they aren't going to be there? Like I get what Craig's saying too. Like I completely understand it. I, like, I think really.
0: it's just on past experience. I mean, Flegler and Amarillo have both been around for a bit now, and mm. watching them play, you wouldn't put them in that class. Uh, you know, Flegler's at a team like the Broncos, where the Broncos are dominating, and I wouldn't say he's a premier front rower. Like that's Payne Haas in that team. If Flegler does his job, he does the job, but he's not Payne Haas, you know. And so I think. To go to that next level, uh, they whether it's coaching, like whatever it is, but I don't think they're at that level yet. And I think Dolphins need to sign. It. Let, let's take the Roosters, for example, 2018, 2019. Craig and I were talking about this on the pod the other night. And we said, you know, they let go of Mitchell Pierce, who was a lifeblood of that club, to sign Cooper Cronk. And the deal was Cronk was going to come over and win a comp. He ended up winning two back to back. But if he didn't win a comp, there was going to be serious hot water at the Roosters because that's why he was signed, was to come over and win a comp. And I think the Dolphins need to need to look at those teams that do that, where they sign marquee players for a reason. And then it's just how they're coached. They've got to be coached to win comps. They've got to be coached the right way. And if they can do that, then they'll go a long way. But good discussion, boys. Let's jump any, into-
1: any opportunity to tell that story, hey, Joey? <laughs> always, mate. Always. <laughs> 2018, 2019, boys. Let's jump That's into delicious. our next
0: game. <laughs> it was a Saturday game, first one at 3 p.m. Storm versus Titans. Storm game that done 37 to 16. Massive game here. Craig, let's start with you, mate. The Melbourne Storm lost this game earlier in the year to the Titans. Titans were Smokies. Uh, for this game and possibly a win, but Storm just too good in the end. It, it wasn't as clear cut as it seemed early on, though.
1: No, definitely not. But I go back to earlier in the year where you know I remember saying, and I've said it for many, many years now: is this the year the Storms finally drop off? Yeah, and here they are playing for a top four spot.
0: You know, well they get they're guaranteed
1: the top four spot. You know, yeah. it's just incredible. And to highlight, obviously, everyone knows what I'm going to say, Papa nelson coming on. Oh, so um, good! Finishing off the game after being very out, great to see over a year. It was it was great to see.
0: And named it fullback this week, which
1: is exciting. So yeah, be good to see him. him. Oh, it's a yeah, cool, I yeah. I mean, Meaney's I don't think been rested leave him this out. week. No, yeah, no. yeah. I think he'll be there the week
0: after. I I, I personally thought Meany may have played five eight this week, uh, but he got rested, which is fine. So give some young guys an opportunity, Reese. Let's touch on the Titans, mate. Uh, still, it's sort of like we touched on with the Dolphins. They've got those glimpses of brilliance, but just can't seem to get it done over better opposition.
2: Yeah, they impressed me early on for sure. I think they were, they will matching the Storm on their home turf too, wasn't it? On their home yeah, turf? yeah, yeah and Park, yep. um, And I thought, oh, this this could really uh, this could really go somewhere. It, it wasn't because I had some uh, cheeky pickle about cash on the game, but. <laughs> yeah, you, you've just got to you've got to turn it into a full eighty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> that's sure. simple. For just, sure. just, just plain and simple. Yeah, you you can have as many flashes of brilliance as you want, but yeah, you know, and full full credit to the storm. I, I was in the same situation as Craig. I, I just I I didn't have high hopes for them early on. I thought, is the is the era of consistency finally over? Yeah, that, that, that's sort of something that played across my mind. I thought, you yeah, know, it's, I actually, I liken the Melbourne Storm similar to the Sydney Swans in the AFL, where they're always there. They're always in the challenge. They're always contending for the big prize. Yeah. So I thought, wow, is, are we actually seeing it slow down? But no, full credit to them. Titans, a lot of work to be done.
0: Yeah, for sure. And Blake, Melbourne Storm, Xavier Coates, another hat trick. Uh, great try score this
4: bloke but what were you impressed with with Melbourne in this game? Yeah it was a great effort by Coates Um, rack up more tries look they got the job done it really wasn't that impressive of a win like Mm -hmm. with you know it was 18-16 after 63 minutes and then it was just it blew out at the end there when Melbourne got a couple of the tries I mean you know it comes back to you know the top teams they can win even when they don't play well and I think this was really the case of it so I think it was just the fact that they got the win and they didn't play that great. I think that's what was most impressive about it for me. But other than that, there wasn't all that a lot to get excited about. Like, the Titans were well in the game with, you know, 16, 17 minutes to go and really gave Melbourne a good run. And to be fair, Titans copped a few very harsh referee calls, which I think helped swing the momentum towards Melbourne. But, mate, the Titans made a couple of line breaks there. They could have easily taken the lead there, the Titans, Mm -hmm. at one point. So... I think the Titans were a bit unlucky, um, but Melbourne just did enough to get home, locked in their top four spot. And I think again, that's all they had to do at the end of the day. And as I said last week, it's it's hard for these top teams to get up this time of year when they're playing these bottom teams that they're expected to beat, and the team that they're playing is not going to make finals. And you know, a lot of these teams that don't make finals, they they come out with an extra step because they want to be a they want to be the spoiler, and they want to you know. Deal with these teams some of a blow qualifying for finals or top four or top eight, whatever it is. So, you know, it makes up for an interesting round this, uh, this final round. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right, boys, let's jump into our next their game. It was the Roosters against the Tigers. Roosters getting it done 32 to eight. Craig, let's start off with you, mate. Now, match the Roosters in the first half, 14 8 at halftime. Tigers really looked in this game, really liked young Tristan Riley, who scored the first try. Looks like a good young kid, but what were you impressed with in that first half? I know you you were at the pub, but what were you impressed with from what you saw?
1: Um, oh, Just the, the last couple of weeks, Joe, That they, they've come out really, really hard, and I think they're starting yep. to get ready for life under Benji. Uh, a lot of criticism and concerns around what next year looks like from a coaching perspective, but, yeah. you know, whatever they did this year didn't work, so they had to do something. So they come out full energy. I think the try on time really put a big dent into them and they just mm. never recovered from it. I think, looking back, reflecting, Tigers are always going to start quick out of the box, but Roosters had a lot more to play for, and uh, and they, they, yeah, they certainly overshadowed him in the end.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Blake, let's jump to you. Sam Walker was back and hasn't played since round seven.
1: Good to see him.
0: I thought he was in really good touch, scored a try, had some really good kicking options. What would you make of him, mate?
4: Yeah, I thought he was really good, Joey, and you're right, it was good to see him back. That yeah. try scored was a cracking try as well. Oh, he we beat about try. four or five defenders to get yeah. to the line. Uh, it was really good. Um, I think the difference I noticed in him when he was dropped earlier in the year, he was playing real, um, real structured football. Mm. He's not that type of player. He's always been a player. He just plays what he sees in front of him, um, yeah. off the cuff style of football. And I, th- I think that's that's what he played on Saturday night, and it showed. It really did show. And it was good to see him back to his best. Back. Uh, fit and firing, um, and is very very welcome addition for the the Chooks charge to the end of end of the year. But yeah, I, th- I thought he was really impressive, Joey. Um, very good comeback. And as I said, I think the Roosters just allowing him to play that that free flowing type of football set. You know, play what you see sort of footy. That that's the yeah. sort of player he's. he's not a structured halfback. He's not a you know oh just a, you know one out one out one out kick chase. He he plays what he sees. If, if he wants to put a kick in on tackle three, he's going to put a kick in in tackle three if he sees something there. So. I think if he keeps if the roosters keep allowing him to play like that um it's only going to be better for the roosters and better for him.
0: Yeah mate, absolutely agree. Boxy biggest talking point in this match, Joey Manu injured early on in that first half uh has been named this week but I I can't see him playing. I think he may be a late exclusion. Didn't look too bad. They're saying grade one hamstring, so hopefully if it is, it's only a week or two. But they ended up not missing him at all. I thought the centres were really good. Uh, Corey Allen moved in there, uh, moved on to the wing, sorry, and uh, Sia Wong actually played in the centre alongside Billy Smith, but I thought they actually did really well in Manu's absence.
3: Yeah, and and everyone knows that I'm a massive Joey Manu fan, but – yeah, as a, as much as I don't like saying give the Roosters credit. Yeah. They played a a really good game of football, a good strong game of football, and it shows that they've got the depth there. And and I want I think one person that really stood up who I'm a big fan of as well was Silati. And he played good. a he it played a good. blinder of a game. He and, moved
0: into fullback obviously when Marty went off.
3: Yeah, and, and he great. got, I believe we're gonna run down here. Two hundred and forty eight meters for the game. Yep. Like, it just shows that this is the roosters that we expected to have all year. Yeah, This is the team that everyone was like, okay, they're going to be premise your favourites. They're going to be a top two. This is the kind of games where you play and you go, okay, yeah, i kind of see it. Yeah, But the absolutely. big thing is obviously coming into next week with the last game of the season. Damn yet, this week coming, yeah. Yeah. Win that game. And if they get in the finals, they're a, they're a fucking chance. They're a really good chance. And hopefully, and to touch back on Joey Mundy. Hopefully, he's not bad.
5: Yeah, well, I think hopefully.
3: he's going to play. Probably not. I think they might
0: rest him. But you know, who who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Touching on the Roosters, they've actually won their last three games by more than thirty. Uh, by scoring thirty points or more, which has been really good. We haven't seen that all year. I saw a stat on Sunday night that from round one to seventeen, they averaged seventeen points a game, and then from rounds twenty to twenty-five or something they had averaged 27 points a game. So 10 points more. And next at their game is the Raiders against the Broncos. Broncos getting it done 29 to 18. But again, it wasn't really clear cut in this match. Raiders leading at one state. Yeah, it wasn't very convincing. Uh, Broncos getting it done in probably the last 20, 25 minutes. Blake, let's start off with you, mate. The Broncos got it done, but I don't know if I'd call it danger signs heading into the finals. I still think they're a good chance.
4: Yeah, absolutely. I was still impressed with the way they played and the way they won. Yeah, I thought they played really well. Canberra was always going to be up for it, mate. Season was really on the line. Being at home, it was pretty much nearly a massive crowd. Came biggest for a while, actually, yeah, it was as well. Huge. So, and Broncos obviously missing Adam Reynolds, uh, Patrick Harrigan as well. They're two probably their two biggest players. The huge losses, mate. So, but again, they just find, found a way to get get the job done. Just too much class for the Raiders. In the end, they won the big moments. Yeah. Reese Walsh stood up again. Selwyn Cobo delivered as usual. I thought Ezra yeah. Man was really good as well. Yeah. Payne Haas did the usual, leading the way. So, I, mean, I think they're a really good chance this year. Um, you know, that that, that hit from Tarpany on Walsh—it's one of the best hits I've seen—and I was completely fine with it, well within the rules. So, I was, great hey, hit. Oh, great
0: how hit. How good
4: was how good was it? Eh? it was
1: fantastic. Such a good and, hit.
4: And I'm glad I didn't penalise it, man. There was nothing wrong with it at all. It was well within We're the good. rules. Unless play to the
1: whistle, boys. That's, that's it. That's it. That's I it. Right. right.
4: And to be fair to Walsh, after the game, he admitted oh, that um, he was fond of it. He just said he was being a bit good of a good anyway. soft. So, yeah. good on him for taking it like a man. But, um, yeah, now, Broncos, they're a really good team this year, Joe.
0: I think they're going to be right up there to win the comp Yeah, mate, absolutely. The Raiders, mate, I think... The biggest talking point out of this was uh, Ricky Stewart and going off at the cameraman, I don't know if you saw this Reese, but told the cameraman to F off. It uh, wasn't a great we will we'll talk more about it in our talking point segment. But what'd you make of the Raiders? Did you catch this game?
2: Yeah, I saw this game. I um yeah, I just I, I wasn't impressed because they've got a lot to play for. Yeah, their their um points for and against are so poor yeah. that any yeah. loss is just going to be detrimental. Uh, Broncos is class in the end. Yeah, we we touch on Reese Walsh. I um I commend the effort that he just copped that injury. and Just stuck out there. He's just just defiant. A little bit reckless, I, I will admit. But he, he seems alright. I haven't heard anything about whether or not he's uh is he
0: how's he going? He's fine. It made it was yeah. play on. He he was just a he good was, hit. He, he was standing up. If he had to went to ground, I would have said yeah. it was a bad hit. But he literally was standing there. So it's still yeah. played on. I mean, it, I think it was fine from Tarpany. Uh, I thought Tarpany did really well.
2: It's perfect. I think it's perfect. Just like, yeah, I can't run anymore. Just come and hit me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, that's exactly. fine. We've won, we've won the match. Uh, you just you just don't see that in forty anymore. Just yeah, just yeah. Come, give me your best shot.
5: <laughs> yeah, that's uh,
2: right. Um, there's yeah, very impressed with the Broncos. Uh, Raiders just just need to get just they just got to get it together. It's probably it's not going to be this season. I don't think. But,
0: yeah. Yeah, beautiful. Boxy, the Broncos, mate, combo three tries, another hat trick that we saw this round. Uh, mate, he was good. He was really good on the wing.
3: Yeah, he was. And I think he goes a little bit underrated sometimes, just with his ability to score. And, and, uh, and that's a quality to him. And um, everyone compares any Indigenous boy coming in to be like Greg Inglis. But he's probably the closest one you've ever seen. Like, we're talking about it, but Selman Cobbo is just, he's the same body type, he's the same everything, and he plays the exact same way. And I would not be surprised in the next year, maybe two years, if he goes into the centres or even goes to fullback and plays exactly like how G.I. played. I really would not be surprised. And that's, that's credit to him because, obviously, he plays a really good role in that team. And he plays a really good role for Queensland as well, and hopefully yeah. in the future Australia. So, kudos to him. But yeah, Selwyn Cobbo, yeah, he, he's he's a talent.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Let's jump into some Sunday footy, boys. And it was the Dogs against the Seagulls. Seagulls getting it done, forty-two to twenty-four against the Doggies. Now, we on the pod, most of us tipped the Dogs. Actually, I uh, thought the Dogs may have had an upset in this one. We were completely wrong. Manly had an absolute blinder in this game, Craig. Let's start with you, mate. Uh, Jason Saab, mate, we almost had a great foot race, him and the fox. I don't know if you saw that, but it was on. I
1: did, I did. it was, yeah, like I said, you know, I, t- I tipped the dogs, but um, man, you, you look at my paper, there's some good names in there. Oh, yeah, and and they were just so they're, they're checked out. That's all yeah. I can really put it down to, but yeah. DCE. Like He's getting better with age. He's like far more um, than that fella. Like he's he's looking good. I think next year, if you throw a a fit turbo into that team, maybe with a Luke Brooks running a little bit more, I, I think Manly could do pretty well next year.
0: Yeah, it's not a bad shout. I mean, it, I think the best thing will be Luke Brooks. Luke, Luke Brooks, for a sea change, away from the Tigers' culture, I think will be great for him. And you never know, we may see... The rookie of the year for the thirteenth uh, year in a row, but yeah. yeah, could be could be big things <laughs> there for Rooksy. Uh Blakey, let's jump to you, mate. Manly, classy, but way too late.
4: Yeah, it was a good win again against very ordinary opposition. Yeah, too late. You know, yeah, it was good that they won the game, but yeah, where was this? You know, when they needed it. So, right. you know, it, it's all well and good to have a good wins this late in the year, but they should have been doing this earlier in the year. They've shown how they can play, yep. and it's just too late. But they did what they had to do. The Bulldogs made, well, run out of uh, words to describe how they've gone this year. Um, yeah. I think there was a video last night that was going around, actually. I saw it, seen it on uh, NRL 360. Basically, five players or so sent around after they put up a bomb, not chasing, and about three mm-hmm. or four of them were senior players. Yeah. You know, Matt Burton and Reed Marnie, guys like that, not even like not chasing a kick. And mate, it was quite awkward because Burton was in the post, um, uh, the post-game press conference with Serraldo after the game and Serraldo pretty much called out that moment and said if there's guys here that aren't going to do that I'll go and find guys elsewhere that are going to put in for the team so you know and he pinpointed that exact moment where they didn't chase on the kick so it's a bit worrying that you've got senior players that aren't that are supposed to be setting the standards they're not setting the standards you know Um, and honestly I think there's going to be another big clean out this offseason with the Bulldogs because the culture there is just it seems to be toxic yeah. Um, there's just massive issues with the culture there, and I think there's players there that just they just don't want to be there, and I think they just need to do. A, you know, they've got some more reinforcements coming next year, but there's certainly some uh, deadwood there that they need to shed off as well. They just they don't want to be there anymore.
0: Yeah, I think it'd be a hard club to be at. I think you you look at. They haven't been successful for a very long time. Obviously, we haven't played in a grand final since 20, uh, 2014 and then haven't won a grand final since 2004. So it's been a long time for the Dogs. And, what I mean, what an era that was with the players they had. But, Boxy, let's throw to you, mate. Uh, the Doggies, as we touched on before, not looking too good. We know a fish rots at the head, and I know you're not uh, fond of uh, old Gussie Gould. But what do you think needs to change for the Bulldogs' culture to get better?
3: It's the age old question really isn't it? Like mm-hmm. you know it's they've had Des Hazard there, they've had Cameron Sarriado, they've had Dean Page I believe was part of it. Dean Page yeah. Yeah and a couple others. To me like I can I can compare it to AFL because I understand AFL better in this sense. If you have a shipboard who perceives it a certain way, yeah. your club's going to go down. Yeah if you have a ball that's open-minded and ready to expand their horizons, that's when you're going to do well. Yeah. And I, I just think that, you know, it's it's all good to have, you know, all these signs coming in like Blake Taft, uh, Jermaine Salmon, yeah, Cron, But then doesn't it not show that Tavita Panguai Jr. sat there and goes, oh, I never wanted to play rugby league in the first place. Yeah. And he signed this massive deal with the Dogs. And he's just like, eh, kind of want to go to boxing now. And then, like players are disinterested. And like, like you just said, with Serrato at the press conference with Burton, it's not a good look. Like, it's yeah. not a really good look at all. Yeah. So to sure. me, the main thing that needs to change is start with the board. Yeah. Don't worry about anything else. Don't worry about the head coach. Camus Serrato is the man for the job. He's a very good guy. He also ran the Panther system through the feeder system for a long time. And you know, I'm big on pe- on feeder systems. Start with the board and you work your way down, and yeah. you keep going down that ladder because yeah. that's the only way that you're going to get ahead. And if you lose for the next four years, five years, or whatever it is, you've got the systems in place to be able to present yourself future or your future better. And I think that's
0: better, personally. Yeah, Gus 10-year plan, mate. All right, let's jump into our second Sunday game, boys. And it's the last one of the round, the Knights, 32 over the Sharks, six. He's got a smile on his face already. Blakey, you can start us off, mate. Take us through this game and what you loved about it.
4: Mate, I'm just, I'm proud. I'm proud of the boys. Yeah. Um, You know me, Joey. I'm the most passionate night supporter that you'll find. And not even I would have predicted or could have predicted this run that they've gone on the last eight weeks. Like, never would have thought that they'd go on a run like this ever. Yeah. But, you know, just the way, like, it, it was a... First half, you know, it was a tense game, six all. It had a semi-final feel about it. Both teams playing to cement their spot in the eight. But the second half, mate, once we got that first try, then the class just showed. The confidence grew. Um, the crowd got into it, and the star, the star players stood up again. Um, mate, th- this is the best I've seen them play for a very very long time, both in attack and defence, like. I think the, I saw a stat the other day. Over these eight games, we've, um, we've only uh, – the average that we've conceded is 11.5 points per game,
0: Wow!
4: which is up there with Penrith. And we've scored, I think it's roughly 35 points per game average. Also, an interesting stat also the other day, we've scored the equal most tries this year with the Broncos. Same so it shows, more than it shows, Penrith as well. Yeah, exactly. That's right. So it shows how far our attack has come and defense. Yep. But this the, um, made on Sunday, game was on the line. And, you know, who stood up? Our main man, Kalen Ponga, stood up. That run that he did from, you know, from the bomb uh, down our own end, about 60, 70 meters upfield to set up that try to take the lead. That was awesome stuff, mate. You know, he's he's the club captain, he's yeah. the million dollar man, he's the star attraction everyone wants to see. And I've never seen him play this good uh, over this stretch of games ever. Like, as I said last week, he's always had a good game here or there and then, you know, sort of dropped back. But, He's consistently played good over this stretch. Like he is just—he's nearly the best player in the competition at the moment, to be yeah, honest. Absolutely. Like he's just absolutely on fire, leading the way. And just unhelded guys, mate. Like Phoenix mm-hmm. Crossland, he wasn't a hooker the year. He was a half, and that's right. He's developed into one of our better players this year. He's just all the one percenters, fighting for the ball. Um, Dylan Lucas, young guy, second it round. Was had absolute, good. He had a blinder on the. He weekend, was in my very good. Yeah, he was really good. Really good, he eh? Scored that great solo try to get his yep. first NRL try. He deserved that try. He had the outstanding game. Um, you know, Dom Young, Marju Gagai. Gagai's been in great form as well. Been I mean, great. The boys are just on fire, man. Like I, I really, I didn't see this run coming. Like you know, we were. After round seventeen, we were 14th yeah. with a five five nine and one record five wins, nine losses, and a draw, and we're now we're thirteen nine and one. Um, eight weeks later, like it's just incredible
1: turnaround. And and Blake, like if you if you go back, if you look where they're at now, and you go mm-hmm. back to round one that game against the Tigers, where no one would have been mad at them if they lost that game. Yeah, if you take that two points away. Man, just goes to show how important every win is. But you go back to that game, and in a way, I know it's easy to say in reflection, but it set the tone for them. Like, for it just, sure. And then, you know, they lost Ponger. And for a while, they didn't know Ponga was going to play again. But they'll talk yeah. early retirement for a little bit there. And maybe you should go off and play Union or Japan Rugby or something like that. So... Man, it's incredible. I hope they go as far as they can. I think it's, oh, great. Yeah. It,
4: yeah, it would be awesome. I think we're just, yeah, we're just full of confidence, and that's what you need. Momentum is a big thing in our sport. It's a big thing in rugby league. Yeah. Um, we are resting a couple of players this week because we have locked in a home final, but we've still got a decent team that we've named. Um, but, mate, I think, I think a lot of teams are going to be looking over their shoulder now. Our odds, I think our odds at one point to win the competition were $301. After, we won on the on, we... mate. Yeah, after the weekend we beat the Shark, we're into $18 to win the competition yeah, yeah, now. now. So it's <laughs> it's incredible. Mate, after round 17, Adam O'Brien pretty much had packed his shit and was getting removalist. He yeah. was gone. He yeah. was dead set gone. yeah we, we said that
0: on here. We we thought after Hook, like I said Adam O'Brien, he's on his last legs.
4: Yep, 100%. So, and and yeah. the last game they lost? I was at that game. It was against Penrith at Penrith when Penrith yeah. had all the Origin stars out, and I honestly had enough after that game. I thought, "No, nah, this is our year done." Yeah. I just I was over him. I said, "No, nah, I can't take it anymore." And they haven't lost a game since that game, mate. It's it's been an incredible turnaround. As I said, you know what I what I'm like my nights, Joey. And yeah, not mate. even I not even I would have predicted this turnaround. So it's just amazing to see. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Club record is eleven wins in a row. So. They need a prelim final to get there. I think they could do it, Craig. While we, uh, while you're there, mate, the Sharks. Let's touch on them. No Nico in this game, and basically the attack was non-existent. I think they're relying too much on one player at the moment.
1: I think they are. They, um, you know, when Nico's on fire, they're the great white sharks. When he's not in the team, they're more like the whoppigongs. They are just, yeah, brutal. but um, I, I can't see Sharks doing well. I really can't. And and I, I tipped them to be in the top four at the start of the year. They went well, then they dropped off, and then they picked back up and surprised everyone. Yeah. And I'm just I, I just down on confidence going into the last round. Be concerned.
0: Yeah, it's definitely tough. Reese, let's throw to you, mate. The Knights, I know you got that Newcastle fever at the moment. There's such a good feel about this. What are you liking about the Knights at, at the current uh, moment, buddy?
2: Oh, man. Like... They have impressed me the most out of every club in the NRL to date because all of the attention is being pulled away. You've got the Penrith dynasty, you've got the yeah. you know, the, the, the Raiders still knocking on the door, but just just not getting across. You know, you've got the, the whole Parramatta sinking sort of from grand final down. The Knights are quietly building a very strong case. That's it. And they're playing some fantastic football. It's like this, this is probably, yeah, it's one of the best runs I've seen them on, and they're all just clicking. It's it's very exciting to see what could happen because, they're, like, like I've said, yeah, that for me, they've been out of the conversation, they're trying to become a part of the conversation, but people aren't taking notice. I think now they are.
0: And Let's be notice. honest, let's be honest, they've probably been out of the conversation for a long time. I mean, you yeah. and Blakey haven't won a club since 2001, so I, I think people. It, the Knights have always been a team that people are being like oh no one hates the Knights because you feel sorry for them but then this year that what they've done in these last eight weeks is just incredible I mean you haven't seen a run like this it's mm. it, it's just amazing stuff and I'm just so impressed but yeah sorry Reese.
2: yeah I just I wanna I want to see them push deep into the finals because yeah. they deserve every chance every chance Absolutely. just as much as everyone else so and I, think, I, I think go the I think Central
3: Coast Knights
2: that's it. That's it. Seriously, up, my, the Knights, up the
3: nights. Up the
4: nights. That's it, boys. And I think the other <laughs> thing is as well is during this run and even over the year, like yeah, there's some teams down there that we've beaten, but we've bet taken some big scalps. Like, yeah. you know, we've beaten the Storm, we've beaten the Raiders twice this year. We've now beaten the Sharks. We beat the Warriors earlier this year as well. Yeah. Um, you know, so we've taken we've taken some top teams. We we lost the Penrith by a point in golden point when really we should have won that game. We threw that game away. We lost, the, tight one. We, list, we lost to the Broncos in the last minute when we should have won that game as well.
0: You, you and I were, we watched that game. And like yeah, that, that's we, right. I thought Knights sort would of have had it.
4: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we could have easily been in the top four. Like, we had some yeah. really lost to the Cowboys by two, another one, you know. So, we could have easily had a few more wins and been in the top four. But, yeah, mate, I just, yeah, I'm honestly loving it. I'm just enjoying that's it while great. it lasts. And yeah. it's just great to see it. Back to back sellouts, mate. How good's a full packed house at New York, mate? week one finals. Oh. I'm going to make sure I get a ticket because I'm going. It's going to be unreal. That's going to be
0: packed. Oh, it's going to be so good. It's going to be
4: sick. So
3: good.
0: You know, boys, there's nothing better than getting up early and having a coffee. That smell of daily goodness just gets me going. And now, with Grounded Drops, your coffee needs are complete. With coffee bags, coffee beans, and cold brew drip bags, Grounded Drops has everything covered. Follow Grounded Drops on Facebook and Instagram or go to groundeddrops.com. And use the code RUCK15 for 15% off. Grounded Drops, stirring life into your next cup. Let's jump into our round 25 tips, see how we went during the week. Now, Boxy, do you know how many tips you got for round 25, mate? I believe, I'll double check now, but I believe I
3: got
0: six. Six, beautiful. Yeah. I like it. Very nice. Reese. did you tip? Oh, I've got no clue. <laughs> I think I think you got four. mate nah, let me have a. He he didn't tip. He, he, we got all the away teams. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. I'm
2: trying. I'm trying to keep up the reputation of not tipping. <laughs> he
0: he got all the away teams and he still managed to get four right. As did That's Blake right. in our group. But Blake, in your other comps, what did you get?
4: Um, I got five, I believe.
0: Five, very nice. Yeah, very five, nice. Yeah. is still not looking good, mate. And Craig, how many did you bag? Got four, mate. <laughs> Or, or you're on par with Reese. And Craig tipped.
1: No, oh, I tipped. <laughs> <laughs> not fair, is it? Really? <laughs>
0: well, I got six this week. Uh so what? yeah, Box Boxy and I were six, which is very nice. Um we oh no, Boxy, you got five, didn't you? Well,
3: I tipped Parramatta, but it's not coming up as Parramatta one. Uh sure it's not. It's not, it's I'll not. even take a photo for you right now.
0: <laughs> no, we believe you, mate, we believe you. Uh, look I'm doing it anyway Reese Reese you still owe us about three punishments mate I've got a really big one for you I need you to come over it so my father-in-law has this uh oil he calls it and it's a chili oil it's really hot it's uh it's Nepalese, and it's really hot so I want you to have a yes. table I want you to have a tablespoon so, about this I want you to so, have a tablespoon of that when you come okay, over
2: Okay, so I, I I'm owed like three punishments of hot sauce. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. That's yeah. okay. You can just do
0: the hot sauce. That's fine. Or or you can yeah, you can do two tablespoons of this uh this oil and and I will provide milk for you, but that's it. I
3: will come down from the central coast to see this.
2: Beautiful. Yeah, it
0: be 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 in attendance and I'll um I'll burn Come it, over, we'll out. film it. It'll be great. Stay tuned. Yeah. I'll right, cry. Please.
2: I'll get cuddled.
0: Let's uh let's jump into round twenty five dynamos and dungs play we thought were great were so great. Uh, let's start with Boxy. Boxy, who is your Dynamo and done for round twenty six, mate? Uh
3: my Dynamo. I'm going a bit left field. I'm going Jared Kroger.
0: Very nice.
3: Um, I'm I'm just as as someone who my mum grew up in Goulburn and yeah. is best friends with the Kroger family. To see him end his career as a one card player, and to have that beautiful send off, I think that's. Very special, and I think it's a very beautiful thing. And for a guy to, I think he's the most point scored ever, I believe, for Canberra.
0: Oh, Canberra, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: And like for him to never play an origin game, but be one of the, if he's got to be up there with one of the greatest centers of all time,
0: definitely underrated. Extremely, underrated. yeah. Like
3: an extremely underrated player. Yeah. But for him to have, an amazing career and have a send off like that. I think that's a very beautiful piece by Canberra. So that's my Dynamo this week.
0: Yeah, lovely. Who was your done?
3: Uh, my done, it's the Sharks. Okay. I I think there was that stigma earlier in the year about how the Sharks can't beat a top eight team.
0: Yeah,
3: and they haven't. They just they simply haven't. And you know if you're going to play finals, you obviously versus some top eight teams. And the Knights are on a roll, like Blakey. How said. are they fifth though? I
1: drew.
3: Yeah. I, 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 How are the Sharks? you have had a very fortunate draw. And, oh. you know, kudos to them. You know, you won the games you should have won. That's fine. But if you haven't been, like, one single top eight team all year, you're in fucking trouble.
0: The Roosters have beaten more top eight teams than the Sharks, and we're 10th.
3: And then I wouldn't be surprised. And I said last week, I did say oh, this. The Roosters and the Cowboys would not make the finals. I have a feeling now that the Roosters will. <laughs> Here he is. Yeah. He's backflipped. I haven't <laughs> said I've backflipped. All right. I said I think they will. Yeah. And if they yeah. do, I'll do a spoon in the hot sauce when I come down to Sydney. Oh, I
0: love it. But
3: the Sharks, they're just in so much shambles. And if Nico Hines wasn't too busy doing shoeys with Luke Combs, which anybody would, he would have played last week. <laughs> too busy with a quad injury because he was sitting there like a fangirl. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the sharks. The sharks are in real shambles at the moment. They have no direction. They have no identity at the moment. They play a really great attacking brand when they're on. Yeah. And if they don't have it when they're on, everything's just like black. It, there's yeah, nothing for there. sure. For
4: sure. So for me, it's the sharks.
0: Yeah, Blakey. Who's diamond and Dung for round twenty six?
4: Dynamo, um, mate, two weeks in a row, Kalen Ponga and the Knights. Um, can't go past them, mate. Yeah, as we said before, what a turnaround. Ponga in best form of his career. Cop picked up a little injury with his shoulder, the AC joint, but um, he should be fine, ready to go week one. They can just needle him up and pain killing will be fine. But the way he's led us around, mate. Um, yeah, as I said, he it was locked at a tight game, six all, and then he made that run, set the first... The, First tried to get us in the lead in the second half to take the lead and we never looked back after that. So yeah, to run 70 metres, he just looks like he wants to be out there. He wants to get in and do the hard work and do the hard yards. And I haven't seen that for a bit from Ponga, but over this one, I've seen it every, every week. So it's – um yeah, mate, they're just on a roll and it's just great to see. Like You know, it's a, good, it's a funny point. Like a lot of people say, oh, you know, there's always a lot of talk around, oh, the NRL's going good when the Eels are good. No, mate, the NRL's going good when the Knights are going good. So – Yeah, for sure. Um, that's
0: yeah,
4: a fair that's, point. Yeah. Yep, yep. 100%. And my dung, um, I had to sort of think about it a bit. But, mate, I'm going to go with uh, Jordan Raffiner from the Raiders. Um yeah, Okay. That's a team good was shout. Ride, team was right in the game on the weekend and made the stupid play with uh, a trip, which he later got Sinbin for. And that was Another pretty much Sinbin. the Raiders done. I mentioned it last week. He's been doing this rubbish for a few weeks now. Knees in the back to kick out last week somehow didn't get suspended when Campbell Gillard got suspended four weeks for the same thing only a few weeks ago. So, I, I can't figure that out. Um, he had two incidents where he got, he got Sinbin against the Storm for leading with the knees and the feet in try-scoring situations as well and then pretty much cost his team on the weekend. So, you know, Ricky Stewart wants to blow off about the rest after the game. Well, yeah. he's got to look at his own players first, mate. And than cost him at a huge moment in the match, like, it was still 20-16 to 16 at that point when the Broncos went over and you know, it was such a costly oh, 10 minutes in the Cindy man. It's so costly these days with how oh, well teams sure. attack. So I think before Ricky Stewart goes and abuses the referees, I think he's got to look at his own backyard and his own players first and that was a huge turning point in the game right there. Yeah, definitely. And Craig,
0: who are your Dynamo's dunks round 26?
1: Dynamo. I'm going to go to Pappenhausen for his return. NRL. I thought that, was, that was amazing and well-deserved to him. Uh, Mate, my, my dung, uh, I'm actually split, Joey, and they're both off-field, so I've gone a little bit differently. One is to Ricky Stewart for yeah. telling your cameraman to F off, which I think you said we'll talk about later. Yeah, he we just will. can't do it, and he must be running out of chances. Like, you you know, everyone knows how much of a Ricky fan I am, but you can't be doing that stuff. How many times can you do it, though, Craig? I know. That's I, I, That's I, right. I, I agree. I'm surprised there wasn't more of a build-up in the media about it, to be honest. Uh, and my other off-field done goes to Rod the Cod Churchill for uh, yeah. what he said about Luttrell. And, nice uh, nickname. I'm allowed to have an opinion and, and whatnot, but to, to go to that level. And, you know, who who is he in the game? Like, he's got a famous oh, name. That's right. He was an amazing player. He didn't do shit. Yeah. Um, so, but breaking news, mates Your man, Jared Weir hargroves banned for seven games. Yeah.
0: I'm not surprised. <laughs> it, it doesn't bother me at all because I expected it. So yeah. it's Jared. A- a- anyone else, that's two weeks. So, yeah. yeah.
4: Anyway. He'll be no Vegas for him next year. He'll be spewing about that.
0: I know, no Vegas. He won't even play his 300th this year now. So it was meant yeah. to be finals week one. But my Dynamo for round 26, boys, actually comes from Manly and it's Cooler who played fullback this week. It was very Great good. Share. He was very good at fullback. Ran for over three hundred meters. I'll just get the quick stats up here, but I'm pretty sure it was three hundred and twelve meters. Three hundred and twelve. Look at that. I'm spot on. What a what a guru. But uh, yeah, Kola was my uh, dynamo. I thought he was really electric for Manly. Had a great rate and set up that try for uh, Saab. I think it was at one stage. But yeah, incredible stuff from him. My young boys. I'm sort of on the same train as Boxy, but. I can't give it to the Sharks. I'm going to give it to the Dogs. I just, we talked about them during this game and what's going on with these senior players. I mean, you can't be standing around. If, if you want to make a statement in the NRL, the senior players are the ones that have to make the statement. And they're the ones that need to be chasing the ball. They're the ones that need to be keeping the team in the fight. Look at Nathan Cleary. As much as I'm not Penrith's biggest fan, Nathan Cleary, when Parramatta were dominating, Cleary scored a try and tried to keep his team in the game. The senior players need to stand up, and the dogs are not doing that at the moment. And I don't know if it's a culture thing, if it's a management thing, but something's got to give. That's it for round 26 Dynamos. And let's jump into he's been doing it all game, sir. Our suspension segment. As you just heard from Craig, Joe Warrior Hargraves had two charges during the week. Grade two, dangerous contact, and a grade one, striking charge. Both looking at three to four matches. He has been given seven matches, so... Big suspension there, obviously, he has priors, points that carry over. So that is part of the reason for such a big suspension. Luke Curie had a grade one dangerous throw. He was looking at $2,000, 2500 fine and two matches. Has been named to play. I think he should get off in that one. Katoni Staggs, grade two dangerous contact, first offense. So he was looking at one to two matches. Zach Walford from the Raiders, a grade one crusher tackle. He was looking at $3,000 fine and two matches. Jordan Rapiner, your man you were mentioning before, Blakey grade one dangerous contact tripping was looking at a three thousand dollar fine and two matches. I haven't heard. I think he's been named to play this week, but hasn't I don't think he's been in the judiciary yet, yeah, has he? He
4: took the fine. He took the oh, fine. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The fine. And Corey Horsburgh, uh, grade one shoulder charge. He has been banned. I think he got three matches, didn't he? Uh three to four matches was uh and sorry. Yeah, he
4: got four matches because yeah, he, yeah. he lost.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Four matches because he pleaded guilty there. He's, I'm having so many brain parts today. I wish there was something that could help me focus and give me the energy I need. Ever thought like that? Well, now, with Savvy Beverages, your brain will get all the desired energy it needs. With a variety of flavors, including mixed berry, lemon-lime, and passion fruit, Savvy has you covered through their brain-boost drinks. Follow Savvy Beverages on Facebook and Instagram or go to SavvyBeverages.com.au and check out the Ruck Infringement podcast for a link to get you 20% off. Savvy, putting the boost back into your brain. Let's jump into our core medic segment, our players that are injured after round 26. And uh, one of the biggest ones we've spoken on before, Joey Manu Hamstring. Been named to play this week. I don't think he will. I think they may arrest him. Uh, hopefully, it's just one to two weeks. Caelan Ponga with that shoulder. Blakey, he's the next one. They're saying most returns are one to three weeks, but players can needle the area and play through the pain. Uh, He'll so be right. Yeah, I, think he, yeah. I think he should get back on the park. A lot of, the a lot, yeah,
4: it's pretty common. A lot of players have played through that injury. Um, yeah. And it, yeah, it said pain killing Jackson generally gets them through. So yeah, not worth the risk right. this week. He'd, yeah, it would be fine. He'd
0: be good to go. Uh, our next one was Jerome Hughes. Had a knee injury. They're saying return finals week one. So... Might rest him this week. They they have named a, a quite a different squad to Storm. Jerome Malia shoulder finals week three. They're saying it was a dislocated shoulder injury set to return in prelim finals should Panthers make it that far. Pat Carrigan injured his foot finals week two for Paddy Luke Metcalf from uh, the Warriors hamstring injury. The return is TBA at the moment. Uh, he'll undergo scans and determine his recovery timeline. Nico Hines had that quad injury. He has been named. He should be back this week for the Sharks. J- Jacob Carras, well back. He's gone for the season. It's a lumbar spine fracture. So he obviously won't play in the last round. Uh, speedy recovery for Caraz there. Hopefully good to go in 2024. Quick Gofferson with the knee, obviously with the bye. But they're saying that his recovery is set to be three months. So pretty big recovery there. Lucky it is the off-season coming up for Guffo. And our last one is Braden Burns with his hamstring injury. He withdrew through pregame with a hamstring injury. He will not play the final round. So he'll be back in 2024. And that's it for Call of Medic Boys. Let's jump into our live ladder heading into the last round now. Lots to happen this week, as we saw before. But Broncos, now on top of 42 points. Panthers second on 40. Warriors, third on 38. Storm, 36. Knights, fifth on 33. Sharks and Raiders, sixth and seventh on 32. Rabbitohs, Cowboys and Roosters, all on 30. Eighth, ninth and tenth. Eels on 28. Manly on 27. Titans, 22. Dolphins, 22. Dogs, 20. Dragons, 16. And if your Tigers can muster up a win this week, Craig, they can move to 16. they on 14 points at the moment. And that is our live ladder heading into round 27. All right, I had Wild Fantasies in here, boys. Obviously, it was my Super Coach Grand Final this week. Blake is already out. Uh, I did make the Supercoach Grand Final. I did lose, so not really much to talk about there. I took Joey Manu as my captain, thinking he was set for a big game against the Tigers, and then he got injured. So, only got me a handful of points as captain. So, wasn't very good there. But I'm out of Supercoach. Tune in next year when we start up Supercoach and Fantasy again. All right, boys, let's jump into our Splash the Cash segment, pickle bet. Now, boys, again, I was one leg off. We had uh, Stephen Crichton any time and Clint Gufferson any time in the Penrith parramatta game. Guffo scored, Crichton didn't get over the stripe, and I had a few during the week where we were one-off. In the Knights and Sharks game, I had uh, Bradman Best to score, Greg Margey to score and Jesse Ramian to score. I got both the Knights, boys, I just didn't get Ramian, but Oh, I've got a good one for you, boys, this week, and I hope you like it. I'm actually looking at the South Sydney and Roosters game because you can't go past it. Game it around for me on uh, Friday night there. Now, I'm going to look at James Sadesco. He's back this week. I think he'll get a try. Throw Teddy in for an anytime try scorer. And four, I'm going to keep it simple for the Rabbitohs. I'm going to go Alex Johnson. AJ, anytime try scorer. Lock those two in. I don't have a price for you yet, but once I do, I'll throw it up on our socials and think, is this a bet you really want to place for free and confidential support? Call 1-800-858-858 or go to gamblinghelponline.org.au. That is Splash to Cash, our Pickle Bet segment. You know, boys, it doesn't get much better than watching sport on a Sunday arvo. However, sometimes you need a snack. And now, with Gibson's Country Style Jerky, your snack needs are complete. With a wide variety of flavours, including teriyaki, honey soy garlic, mild chilli and pepper steak, gibson's has all your jerky needs covered get your jerky at gibsoncountrystylejerky.com or follow gibson's country style jerky on facebook and instagram and now if you use the code podcast you'll get 10 percent off gibson's country style jerky for the snackaholic in you all right boys let's jump into our round 27 preview last round of the week of the year sorry i should say regular season now i'll get you to pick who you're going for and Boys, tough week this week. There's been a lot of teams that have rested stars, and we'll touch on that. But let's look at our first game uh, Thursday night. Time recording is Tuesday. so maybe a couple of days' time. Broncos against the Storm. Now, we know the record that the Storm have against the Broncos. I think it was something like 11 in a row or something.
1: I can't believe that's that. 13? Yeah,
0: yeah, 13. 13? Wow. Yeah, I know, mate. It, it is nuts. And I remember earlier in the year, uh, they beat them in Melbourne, and I, I took the Storm. I just saw it. They'll get it over him. Now, it's come out today. Broncos have rested. Ready for this? Ezra Mann, Brees Walsh, Herbie Farnsworth, Payne Haas, Paddy Carrigan still off, Adam Reynolds. So, half their squad, Katoni Sags could be looking at a, a couple of weeks on the sideline as well. But let me let me take you, my thought process through this game. So, I originally took Melbourne. Before the teams named the resting players, I took Melbourne. Then I heard Melbourne were resting Harry Grant and Cameron Munster. So, I took Brisbane. Then the five Brisbane players got ruled out, and I'm back on Melbourne, and I think they can get it done. Reese, who are you tipping?
2: Um, yeah, I'm on Melbourne for that one. I yep. just too too many players out. Yep. Um it's, it's it's not going to be enough. It, it, I don't think it's going to be by much, but uh, yeah, it's it's not like it's going to hurt the Bronx really. <laughs> exactly. Well, well
0: it, it may stop them from winning the minor premiership. Is what it will hurt.
2: Yeah, but. They they've got they're in a good position so yeah they'll, they'll probably cop it going into the finals
0: yeah yeah for sure Craig who you
2: got.
1: Mate, I got the storm just for the reasons that we all just said. But, you know, I'm also not a big fan of resting so many players. Like, I know. Because you want to hold that momentum. You don't That's want to right. lost. Like, yes, Reynolds, you know, 48 years old. I get it. You know, <laughs> risk goals, you don't want to risk. I get it. But to risk so many and break that momentum, I still think the worst thing for South going this week is the fact they didn't play last week. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see. Yeah, absolutely. Blakey, who are we on
4: yeah, just have a look at the team list. Um storm have, to go have with ended storm. up resting a few as well. They've
0: rested
4: yeah. Dick and others. we're gonna both go to the storm, Joey. The the back line's really good. Um yeah. they've got Papadowsen at fullback, Warbrick, Olam, Tonima PR, and Remus Smith. So
5: Yeah.
4: I think they've War- got a super fast period back line to what the Broncos are fielding this week. Um War- Warbrick playing some good football too. Yeah, he's on fire, eh? He's um he's scored another hat trick on the weekend. Tyron Wishart at halfback—that's a bit iffy. I thought they would have played um, Young peasant there, so that's a bit of a strange mm. one. I'm going to feel the Storm. It's, I think it's going to be a very tight game. Um, yeah. But Storm basically just based on those players that they do have there. They, they have rested a lot of players as well. Obviously, no Munster, no Hughes, Agreed. no uh, Harry Grant, um, no Nas. So there's a few players out. Me he's out as well. But I mean, Papineau's in come. What a luxury, to have has in a come in <laughs> at fullback. Amazing. But, that's stuff. unreal, eh? So yeah. We'll go we'll go Storm uh Storm by eight.
0: Yeah, beautiful. Boxy, who you on?
3: Well, you know who I'm going. I back my Queensland boys every time.
0: Oh. I don't care. Fuck Queensland. It, it, Fuck
3: Queensland. <laughs> you just, yeah, I'm going so... the Broncos. Both teams are resting a fair chunk of their spine. And yes, the, the storm might have recognized names in their back line. I'm still backing the I'm still backing the Broncos. That's fine, mate. Go for it. I, Boxy. I, I feel like Kevin yeah. Walters will sit there and go, Yeah, let's take the minor premiership as well, taking the major
0: premiership later in the year. So, well, I, th- I think he's done the opposite by resting players. I don't think he cares about the minor premiership yeah, at all. Yeah, because... well,
3: we don't care about your thoughts. We care about <laughs> Kevin Walters' thoughts. <laughs>
0: let's jump into our first Friday game. It's the Seagulls against the uh, mighty West Tigers here at Four Pines Park. Craig, are you going the Tigers to get the upset, mate?
1: Oh, mate, I'll be barracking for him, but I can't see him getting it, mate. But I'll say Tigers out of loyalty, and thankfully it's the last time I've got to pick him for the year, but, uh, mate, I can't see Seagulls losing.
0: I love it. Boxy, who you got?
1: Yeah, I agree
3: with Craig. I do want to give the Tigers one tip during the year, but I've got to go Manly.
0: Reese,
2: I'll throw the Tigers one for a pride match. Just
0: get it done. Get it done, lads. Good man. The, the good thing is, Reese, if Tigers win, you'll get it right anyway because they're <laughs> waiting. So even if you don't
4: tip, you'll still get it. So it's fine. Uh, and Blake, are you on? Yeah, merely, mate. Um, At home, last home game of the year, and based off what I saw against the Bulldogs last week, I tipped the Tigers to actually upset the Roosters last week. And, yeah. mate, the, the longer the game went on, fuck me, they were terrible, <laughs> weren't they? Their attack was dead set, awful. They wouldn't have scored against an under-10 side of that attack last week. My goodness! In that second half, they were horrible. The Tigers—they didn't even look like they knew what they were doing.
1: Yeah, we, we got your tip, Blake. Manly, mate. Yeah, sorry, a- Craig.
4: <laughs> <laughs> what a good going on? <laughs> uh, yeah, manly, no, no,
5: man,
4: man, manly by plenty. No,
0: yeah, it's it's mainly for me too. Coruscant Sound named as back again, so. <laughs> That was great. Should be uh, should be interesting to see what happens there. But let's jump into our game of the round for me. Friday, second game, 8 p.m., a core stadium. Rabbitohs against Roosters. Danger game for both sides. Both teams need to win to keep their finals chances alive. Simple for the Bunnies. If they win, they're in the eight. Roosters, if they win, they then even need Penrith to win or Sharks to win and keep their finals hopes alive there. But, boys, let's start with Reese. Reese, who are you on?
1: I'm on the chookies, yep, love it. Great the, on... chooks, mate. Game of the week to me, yep,
0: yep, absolutely. Uh, Boxy, who you got? Say it, you know, please, who say, I've got. please say, yeah, Rabideaus. I've got
1: the rabbitose,
0: yes, that means we're all got it right. Perfect, oh, it does he? I'm
3: doing it just because I hate the Brewsters.
0: <laughs> He's doing it because Janice goes back, probably. Oh, I'm not going to comment on him. Game oh. of the round, and Blake, who you got. <laughs>
4: Mate, sorry, but I'm going to have to go Rabbitohs as well. Um, yeah! <laughs> mate, mate, Blake
0: took the Tigers last week, so it's fine. It There's, doesn't there... matter. Blake, he's on a nice train. We're on it, baby. Let's go. That's, it,
4: that's it, brother. That's it. I just think they're due to they, – they've got to bounce back after the two weeks from hell that they've just had. Um, You know, now's their chance to show what they're made of, and I just think they're going to bounce back, man. I really do, unfortunately, for you guys. They've had you the see? week off. They're fresh. So See. we'll go, we'll go bunnies by uh bunnies by ten.
0: I love it. Uh, Roosters for me. Roosters by about thirty. Put a score on the. the bunny <laughs> oh, no, no, uh, another, no contest. Another, another another thirty point score in this one. No Latrell Mitchell, uh, Blake Taff at the back there, who you know is a, a good player. It we oh, trust. In Taff, we trust definitely. Uh, Joey Manu hopefully plays Teddy back. Roosters for me. Let's jump into our first Saturday game, boys. It is the Dolphins against the Warriors now. Come out earlier that the Warriors are now rested five players. Uh, Magic Mullet he won't get to finish off some tries for the season, but uh, Dallington is a Lesniak is rested. Sean Johnson's rested. Luke Metcalf's got an injury. Charles Singleton's rested. So in saying that, Boxy, who are we on? And
3: Adam Finol Blake's rested too. Yes. So
0: all the all the hyphenated names apart from Johnson.
3: In saying that, I'm gonna go the Warriors. Beautiful, yeah, man. I'm gonna go the Warriors. I, I just can't say fun. the Dolphins winning this one. I just yeah. I, I, the Warriors steps too much. Thank
4: hey, you. Yeah, Warriors. Just looking at the team list again. Um, they still got some good players in there. The Warriors. Um, keen to see Ronald Volkman get another crack at halfback. Yeah, good young player. Um, and Tua Picky playing at fullback again. He showed it again a few weeks ago. He was a, a real star of the future. Yeah, um, you know, Corsi, he's played a few games. Pompey's still playing, and Montoya tomorrow. Martin's back, what a and he's a gun! What a player to have, yeah, come back yeah, in off injury as well. So, yeah, for sure. Do, do, Dolphins just still missing too many players, mate. Uh, Warriors by uh 14,
0: Craig Warriors, mate, and Reese, yeah, I'm on the WAS boys. I'm on the Dolphins. I reckon Finns get it mm-hmm. done. This is my upset this week. I just think Warriors, too many out. Sean Johnson's been the player for me. Him and Dallin, uh, Adam Vanilla Blake up front. I think it's a huge loss. I'm going the Dolphins for an upset. They've been in they've been close to Dolphins in so many games this year, one or two points in it. I think they can get it done in golden point, one point. All right, let's move on to our second Saturday game. It is the Panthers against the Cowboys. Another danger game boxy for your Cowboys. Cowboys need to win this to keep their finals hopes alive. In saying that, is the Panthers for you, mate?
3: You shut your potty mouth before I drive down to Penrith and slap you in the face. <laughs> the Cowboys, we're going, we're gonna get there. We just have faith in us. Someone has to have faith, and it's gonna be me, and it's gonna be someone else. we? come on, mate.
5: We're gonna be either.
3: okay. We're gonna be okay. Even if we lose, I will cop it on the chin because we don't deserve to play finals. Yeah, but my enough. God, if we win,
0: oh. I'm going to be
3: towier than a tow truck.
0: Beautiful. So, Cowboys for you, mm-hmm. Reese.
3: Got... Yeah, absolutely.
2: You, you, you know what? I, I've got the Cowboys too. Yeah. <laughs> I,
3: yeah. I just, I don't know. Don't I, just
2: think, I don't know. I just, I,
3: I've
0: got a feeling, you know. Yeah, Reese's
3: pieces are on, boys. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and when, and when, and when Reese gets feelings, they always pay off, just like his tips. So, Cowboys for you, Reese.
2: Yeah. <laughs> cowboys, not not, not by much. They'll so just get it done. If, if it's a,
0: Fucking golden point. Who cares? All
4: right, now, now I'll speak to the sensible people. Blake, who you got? Panthers, bro. Um, They never lose two in a row. Named all their players as well. I expect them to play. I think they've gone about it different this year. They wanted to have all their players playing in the last round. So, yeah, I expect. And Cowboys, yeah, they beat They won last week, but it was against a very ordinary opposition. So, yeah, Penrith at sure. Penrith coming off a loss is a different beast. So, yeah, Panthers, mate. Panthers comfortably.
1: Yeah, beautiful. And Craig. Uh, I'll go with Panthers, mate, but I think Cowboys will be a tight game for a long period of it until they just sort of throw their hands up when it's out of reach. But I think it'll be tight. Yeah. Panthers for me. I think they actually flogged them. Panthers by 20. Sorry, box.
0: Let's jump into our third and final Saturday game. It's Dragons against the Knights. Now, four team lists were named, the Dragons were named favourites in this game for some reason, which was very <coughs> weird, especially with Knights on a yeah. eight-winning streak. But let's start off with Boxy. Who we got in this one, Dragons or Newcastle, mate?
3: We're going for the Central Coast Knights. <laughs>
0: Beautiful. Love it. Yeah, Wake we're
3: you, up
4: the Knights.
0: Wakey, is it the Dragons, mate?
4: <laughs> Definitely not, mate. Definitely not. Yeah, we are resting a couple of players, but it's players that have a few niggling injuries. We've still got a lot yeah. of strike power out there, but from... Um, Ponga and Gagai back, backfires pretty similar. Young, Best and Maju, Gamble's playing Clunes playing Safidi yeah. boys are playing Jacob Safidi's Jake, Jake actually captain for the first time in his career Um, being named captain so that's good because Frizzell's having a rest as well and mate just I just want to say as well from Sunday he's named to start at hooker as well this week New Brown I thought he was really good when he came on the field last week I thought he had a real impact and he's named to start at hooker this week Cross and getting yeah. a rest as well so I think it was a very handy pickup for us, mate. Um, Yeah, very, very excited to see how he goes starting. Got a debutant on the bench, Riley Jones. He's um, he's a hooker coming up from the lower grade, so keen to see how he goes as well. Look, I'm not going to be worried if we lose because we do have some good players out, but I'd love to win, keep the momentum going. Nine wins in a row heading into finals, it'd be great, but I think we'll get it done, mate. I think it will be, be a bit tighter because the Dragons have shown some fight the last few weeks, but we'll go Knights by 10.
0: Beautiful. Craig, get you on.
4: Knights, nice, the slam.
0: And Reese, who you got?
2: Knights until the end of time, baby.
0: Love it. It's Newcastle for me. Keep the train going. I reckon they win nine in a row. Easy. All right, boys, let's jump into a bit of Sunday footy. And it is the Titans against the Dogs. Don't really want to tip. I mean, both teams not playing great footy. Let's start off with Reese. Can you make some sense of this for us? Who wins?
2: Oh, uh, well, I, I don't really want to. <laughs> Do I have to give an answer? <laughs> yeah, just to, mate.
0: A oh. draw, they can have a draw. Can they just
2: have a draw? <laughs> just just gripe it up. Nah, let's just throw the Titans one.
1: Why not,
0: Craig? Who you got?
1: Uh, I'm gonna say dogs, mate. Yeah, I think yeah.
0: they bounce back.
1: Yeah, love it. Yeah.
4: Blake, uh, Titans, mate. And I think they will put a score on the Bulldogs as well. Given the Bulldogs way too many chances this year, they that was their last chance for me last week. Yeah, um, mate, Titans by plenty. That's
3: what I said. Yeah, Titans are home, mate I'm, I reckon they're going to put on a score
0: Yeah, I've gone the Titans as well I think uh, they get it done there uh, Super Super Stadium in the Gold Coast mm. And our last game of round 27 And for the regular season Is Sharks and Raiders Cracker 5 at Points Bet Stadium Shark Park there Blakey, who have you got in this game?
4: Mate, I'm, I'm actually I can't believe I'm saying this I'm going to go to Raiders um, Wow I showed me enough last week against the Broncos to really worry the Sharks. Yes, the Sharks are at home, but the Raiders actually have a great record at Cronulla against they Cronulla. Do.
5: They, they do. have
4: a great record there. So I'm actually going to go the Raiders, mate. And if it works out, the there is a way. So if the Raiders, the Cowboys and the Roosters all win... Then neither the rabbitos or the roosters make the eight, so that would be fan fucking tastic. Oh, my let's go, baby. Oh, that'd be awesome if that well, could happen. Both both of us miss out. That'd be great. What what we might
0: do is move on, Blake. I uh, box you. You got this one.
3: <laughs> Sorry, Blakey. I, I I think the sharks are going to win at home. Personally, I just, I just think they're going to finally get a win because they're bloody useless as well. But yeah, I I got the Sharkies by six. It's
0: a tough one, Bruce. Who you got?
1: The Sharkies are going to get done. And, Craig? Mate, no Papalii out for the season. Big loss. Big red out as well. Yep. Jeez, it's going to take a lot. Uh, I'll stick with Raiders out of loyalty, but, yeah, I'm part more than head.
0: I've gone the Sharks. I'm not one to go against records. I haven't been the top eight team all year, so... And the Raiders are in the top eight, but I'm going to back the Sharks to get it done. Nico Hines back, I think he'll be the difference. All right, boys, that's it for our round 27 review. Blokes walk and talk. They are about encouraging blokes to get out walking and talking with others across Australia and supporting females who may have someone in their life struggle. From hosting walks to keynote speaking at businesses or schools is where you'll find Craig from BW&T. Follow BW&T on Facebook and start the conversation with your mates today. Let's jump into a bit of talking points now. We talked on Newcastle before, I don't think we need to do any more of that, but there's a real belief there in Newcastle that they can get it done. there on track. Uh, Tigers bid farewell to Brooks in his final home game. He didn't play, but they had a nice barbecue after the game, I heard. Uh, Our next one was (laughs) Vegas, locked in for 2024. We actually didn't talk about it a few weeks ago when it got locked in, but four teams heading over, the Broncos, Roosters, Rabbits. I don't know how Manly afforded it, but Manly somehow got got on the bus as well. But uh, different boys. I I don't know how I feel about it because obviously I want the Roosters to win, but round two I feel like they may be a bit jet-lagged and it's going to be a bit hard to then come back to Australia for a second round, obviously, the players that played in round one probably won't play in round two. It's really interesting there. But uh, look, I get what Velandi Volandos is trying to do, but it just, I just don't like it myself. The next one, something that Boxy touched on earlier, Coombs takes another. Now, Nico was at Luke Coombs and did a chilly and then had a quad injury. So, Followed in Latrell's footsteps a little bit there, except Latrell played. I don't know what Luke Coombs is doing to footy players, but it ain't good at the moment. Mm-hmm. And the last one that we really wanted to touch on, I've called it Sticky's Blower. And now talking about the cameraman, and it's not a good look. And I actually <clears throat> I actually took a photo, boys. The cameraman mm-hmm. came out on Twitter. or Sorry, I should call it X now for uh, Elon Musk. But X. he came out and he said, his name's Nick Bell. And he said, I'm I'm the camera operator that received the abuse. Glad it was caught on live camera this time, as he pretty much does it every game. Mm. So I thought that was really interesting. Wow. And and it's it's sad to hear that Ricky is abusing the cameraman and it's not just a one-off thing. So it's happened it's quite on. often. Yeah, it's not yeah. on and it's not on man.
1: and I'm Ricky's number one supporter, Joey. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love his passion, his emotion. I saw that, and if I'm sitting there with my son or daughter watching that football, I don't want to see that shit on TV. Yeah, So, sure. yeah, I was, I was pretty annoyed. I also believe Fox Sports come out and apologised to Ricky, saying the cameraman shouldn't have been that close. It's like, mate, come that's
0: on. That's his job. But that's that's the his job.
1: Yeah. yeah. The yeah. people oh. that pay for it are the people that sitting on their couch watching that's it, not right. the ones in the stadium, the ones that pay for the NRL week in, week out, are the ones on their home watching it through TV. So not on uh I think he will be running out of chances.
0: And also, <clears throat> it's his decision to go down on the sideline with the players.
1: Yeah. That's all right. He
0: he could that's sit in right. a coach's box. He could sit up there and it wouldn't matter. That's but right. he he chooses to go down there, which Look, I, I love, I love seeing a coach with the players on the field. I love it, but yeah, there's no, there's no place for that in our game. Three of us here have kids, and and as you said, you know, you don't want your kids seeing that. You want footy to prosper, and you want junior footy to prosper as well. And the only way it's going to grow is if people start growing the gut. and that yep. comes from coaches, players, everyone. And I'm really passionate about it because I want my son playing footy and I don't want him looking at stuff like that and going, oh, yeah, this is how you act on a footy field. Yeah. That's a coach. And this is an experienced coach and a former Australian player, a former New South Wales player. like Ricky Stewart's done it all in the game. So for someone like of his pedigree to come out and do that, it's poor. And, and yeah. Joe, you
1: know, not all jump to his defence at the moment, but he does so much in the charity world. He's got a great yeah. heart. That's right. Uh, you undo so much in those moments, you know. And, mm-hmm. and obviously, there's a lot of pressure in the game going on. Yeah. on Not on. We get
0: that. I get that. Yeah.
1: But not on. Yeah. He has his <laughs> own
0: foundation, I think,
1: too. He does, yeah. His yeah. daughter's got disabilities. He, yeah. He's an amazing man. Like, he, he's, he's done amazing things, but you can't do that. Um, no,
0: definitely
1: not. Yeah. yeah. Ten good things doesn't outdo one bad thing. Um, yeah. Absolutely.
4: Yeah. N- n- the other one I have a problem with as well is in the press conference. Like, yeah, you know, it's become a normal thing for him now just to blame the referees when Canberra lose. Oh, it's referees' fault. Referees this, yeah. referees that. He's got to start looking at his own back. As I said before, mate, like Rapana let them down with that stupid play with the trip, and like he, he White, he had Whiten playing in the centers where he hasn't played at club level for years, man. Like, right. like you know, he's got he had um he had um. Your mate Craig playing on the wing, um, Sebastian, yeah, Chris. Kuss, yeah. who's been playing fullback all year and was playing in the centers before that. Um, I just think some of his selections, personally, he just got it wrong. I really do. Matt Frawley at 5'8", Sorry, but he's not the answer. That's like, right. That's you know, right. I just think they really that Ricky really butchered himself. All right, yes, we can talk about a couple of referee calls where they're unlucky, but. I also thought the Broncos were dotted a little bit with a couple of the calls that were a bit harsh as well. So But
0: also, Blake, it's a cop out. I mean, us as supporters, right. us as supporters, like we're 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 privy yeah. to blaming the referees, right? And we go, Oh fuck, you know, that was a shit call or whatnot. But at the end of the day, all of us always go, Well, our team just played bad. Yeah. Our team didn't want it enough. And for a coach to still be sitting there and blaming the referees, it's child play. It really that's is. Right. Like that's right. You need to start calling what you saw. You know, okay, the team were good in patches. They were beating the Broncos for a period. We need to improve on our second halves. We need to stop being the faders. Actually, yeah. pull it out. Yeah, but that's, that's right. what
3: makes a good that's coach right. a good coach. Yeah. Like, we were taught always through our fader systems, if you're going to talk to your players, yes, you do something wrong, but you always end on something you do well. That's right. Yeah, like, every exactly. time you go for the academy, we have one kid who's now in the AFL, Callum Mills, who's played 150 games for the Swans. We used to sit there all the time. We just go, okay, mate, you're doing this shit. Like shout out to Calvin. If you
0: want to come on for an interview, let us know. Fuck yeah, let's get him on.
3: But come like on, every time he went for the ball, he was always hesitant. He was hesitant every time. He was scared to pick up the ball. Yeah. And then one process, he went through it. Boom. We we're like, mate, that's your fetus system. Okay. You've done this shit. You've done this well. Let's blend
0: it. Yeah. It's yeah, not that no, hard. Exactly, um, but yeah, that's it for Ricky. We'll, we'll lean off that. And the only the last one we have put had boys, female referees <laughs> will make history around twenty seven. So two female referees are going to ref. It's one of the games that doesn't really have bearing on bearings on the finals, but great, great to see them ref Awesome, um, awesome yeah, news. In that, that's, yeah. yeah, awesome news. That's, that's really hear. Two this week, so yeah, really nice. good in two separate games. Uh, so that'll be really awesome to see. And look, it's about time. I mean, it's yeah, 2023. 2023. Right. 2023.
3: Let's, yeah, let's, especially get it with the happening. whole like NRLW competition that's as right. well. Like, yeah, exactly. that's right. Bringing in, like, yeah. let yeah. them, like, in the AFL, there's women umpires umpiring every week, whether yeah, it's, it's goals, is, field, right. or boundary. Yeah, that's let right. them in. Just let yeah. them get a part
4: of it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think, sure. I think that the, the women have ref a few games before. But yeah. that was when we had the but that was when we had the two referee system. This is just the when we've gone back to the single referee. Yeah. So oh. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Joey it's mainly in Tigers game and the Bulldogs is. and Titans
0: game yeah. are the two yeah.
4: games where they're refereeing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Yeah, but, it's great. And that's it for our talking point Boy segment. Boys, before we get into Reese's pieces, we might leave that to after. I just want to do a couple of things first. Um let's jump into our uh team of the year nominees. Now it's been really good. We've had it up in our stories, and people have been voting. It's been awesome to see. So so far, we've done fullback to hooker, uh, fullback to props. Our fullback is Rhys Walsh. Wingers Daniel Mateney, Zalesniak, and Greg Marju with the most votes. Centers Herbie Farnsworth and Stephen Crichton with the most votes. Five-eighth was Cameron Munster with the most. Halfback Sean Johnson, props Payne Haas and Adam Vanua Blake, and I think that's pretty spot on at the moment. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and that's voted by our fans, which is awesome to see. So we'll throw up our hooker nominees of the year. On our story, so stay tuned on Facebook and Instagram for that. That will be up this week. Now let's jump into call Craig before we do Reese's pieces because I've got a really uh, good voicemail from another. This is not this is not from one of the Buck infringement crew, so it's all right. It's an actual voicemail from a from a real person, but like
2: a fan from the United Kingdom.
0: No, no, no. She's she's from Bondi, mate. I don't
3: know whether to believe this. No,
0: she's actually from Bondi, and she's actually a friend that, well, Craig does know her well, but she follows Craig. So
3: did, Craig
2: did, did Craig like to develop a, a female voice? Or? No, the, no, no. But i do it Craig one more and <laughs> then
1: before just accuse me of these things. <laughs> right, How so, dare so dare you? This is
0: our this is our call cool Craig segment. Obviously, our viewer questions. And Anne-Marie is the lady that has sent it in. And she's used the easy system of SpeakPipe, which you can go on, type in the and Frigid Podcast, send voice messages through. We do appreciate them. But let me play it for you. I'll play it up to the mic so you can hear it. Let me know if it's all right. Hi there. It's Anne-Marie here from Bondi. Sorry, I get so nervous. Uh, I'm a Bristol supporter and I run a Pilates past here three days a week, Monday to Friday. And my question is for you, Joey. I see some of the players walking around here and they just don't look like as happy as what they've been previously. And just want to know, do you think we can beat South this weekend and how do you think we'll go next year? Anyway, I'm sick of people bagging South, out, so I hope we can get in. Us Cog supporters got to stay together. Bye. Yeah, thank you for that question, (laughs) Emory. It's it's a great question. Something I've said, I thought there was stuff going on at the Chooks. They didn't look as happy and bonded as a unit. But I think these past few weeks have really started to – get their act together. It might be a little bit too late. I do, to answer your question, Emory, I do think we can beat the Bunnies. I think we make finals. Uh 2024, who knows what it holds. We've got Dom Young coming over, Spencer Lienu as well. So we have recruited well, but we need to start the season well. We need to have a performance where we play 27 rounds of good footy, not five, six rounds of good footy. We need 27 rounds of good, consistent footy to be a force in this competition, especially with the way some teams are playing at the moment. But that was a great question. That was one. We do have some, of course, from our good mate, James. Again, you can never get past mm. James. He's always got questions for us. Uh, his question this week was, can teams that lost their key players to injury or resting win the next few games? Example, Panthers versus Sharks. Uh, I'll throw that question to Craig. Craig, what do you reckon?
1: What What was the question, sorry, Joey? I uh, can,
0: can the teams that have lost their key players to injury or rested for this week, can they win the next few games heading into four, like this and then I, maybe finals? Panthers, Roosters, Sharks as an example.
1: I, I think Panthers can and I yep. think Roosters can. I don't think Sharks mm. can.
0: And the question, he's got another question. I'll throw this to Blake. How would you solve the Rabbitohs issues?
4: Mate, there's, uh, there's so much going on there. Got um, a notepad? right let's write them the, down. There's a, lot, there's a lot going on there. I think a good old bonding session would be a good start to be honest. There sure. just seems a lot of disharmony in the playing group. Yep. Um, a lot of stories coming out about, yeah, players not getting along and Latrell and Cody getting preferential treatment. So I think they just need to sit down as a playing group, you know, have a chat with each other, hash things out, do a bit of an honesty session, you know, get things out there. Um yep, I definitely. think they need to have a bit of a review at how all this stuff's going. Um obviously Burgess or Sam Burgess already left. John Morris is leaving as well at the end of the year, once the year's over. Um, I think they need to do a full review on how these football operations of are running. Yeah. They've had all these leaks coming out in the media of, you know, what's been going on behind closed doors. Um, obviously that that text message with from Rod Churchill that got out over the weekend, like how is this stuff being leaked to the media? That's a supposedly a private text message. So I think they need to do a, a bit of a review and see what's really going on. But yeah, I think that for the playing group themselves, I think they just need to sit down as a as a group Talk things out, hash things out, you know, yeah. air their grievances and and um you know, just get it together.
0: Yeah, for sure. And that was it for our guild questions. That was our call Craig segment. Don't forget you can get those in when our post drops on Facebook. You can send your questions through to our inbox on Facebook and Instagram or through Speakpipe at the Ruckin Fringer Podcast. Thank you so much. You know, lads, when I watch the footy, I always feel quite peckish and need something to eat. Do I go savory or something a little sweeter? Fudge Life has all your sweet needs covered. With a variety of fudge flavours including chocolate mint swirl, caramel and birthday cake, Fudge Life brings the sweetness of fudge and the richness of chocolate straight to your mouth. And now, if you use the code RUCK10, you'll get 10% off your purchase. Find Fudge Life on Facebook or Instagram or go to fudgelife.com.au. Fudge Life, bringing sweetness to your next meal. Let's jump into Reese's Pieces to finish off. Over to you, Boxy. G'day, uh, Jadies and
3: Lentilmen. Welcome to uh, Reese's Pieces. Uh, So we're going to go very quick tonight. Obviously, it's a bit of a later pod tonight. So, Reese, how are you, mate?
2: Very well, man. How are you?
3: Very good, mate. I'm just going to go through the scores very quickly before we get a quick recap on the round. Collingwood defeated Essendon by 70, which everyone expected. Frio defeated the Hawks by 37. North Melbourne defeated Gold Coast by 35. Brisbane defeated St. Kilda by 12. West Coast defeated... Oh, sorry. Western Bulldogs defeated Geelong by 25, which was good for me, but it ended up being shit. Adelaide defeated West Coast by 45. Port Adelaide defeated Richmond by 31. Melbourne defeated Sydney by 21, which was a good game because I did watch that full game. And GWS defeated Carlton by 32. So, First off, I just want to say to the listeners, next week we're going to do a full finals preview. We're going to recall that on Wednesday night. Hopefully it'll be out by Thursday, maybe Friday morning. It's going to be very exciting. But, Reese, I've only got two questions this week. So one of them is, and this is directed straight at your team, mm. can the Sydney Swans win the grand final?
2: I've been critical in the past, but um, I think they're as good a shot as any. Honestly, um, I, I I'm disappointed they threw that match against Melbourne because they were they were in it, and they also had a lot to play for with um, the farewell match for Lance Franklin. But um, yeah, I think the only thing that's going to let them down is they haven't learned how to play four quarters this season. Mm. That's That's been the big thing. They And we, we saw that. like a, a, I hadn't had a chance to talk about the Adelaide match. Like people who would have seen that would, would have seen the controversy, but um they were leading Adelaide very well. They were dominating clearances. They were getting first of the ball and all that. And then the fourth quarter, they just dropped off. So if they can clean that up, Sure, let's throw on a cup.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, I personally think the Swans are a bit, bit out of the space at the moment. I don't think they can challenge. Personally, oh. I think they'll win like maybe one, final game. I don't. Yeah. I don't see them going any further. I'm the same. Yeah. Um, but, the last question I sort of want to touch on it. It might take us a little bit to delve into, it. The twenty twenty three All Australian squad got announced. Hmm. The 44-man squad. So a few names got put in there, like Tim English, Errol Gordon Jordan Dawson, Taylor Walker, Charlie Cameron, all these guys. One question I wanted to ask you, who do you think are the biggest snubs of that team? Because I personally have three. Go on. Tim Taranto, how the hell did that guy not make the All-Australian squad? Max Gorn. And my third one... I'm going to change my my sentence here. The two that really pissed me off, and they pissed me off more than the Roosters in NRL, is those two questions, <laughs> Joey. I can see you right there. But no, like they're my, they're my two. Like how? Mm. All right, so let's just focus on the two guys, Tim Taranto and Max Gorn. How were they not in the All Australian squad?
2: Yeah, I mean, come on, they they, they played some excellent football. Max Gorn's one of the uh one of the pillars of the demons,
3: literally the pillar of the demons, and and. They're like actually a pillar. He's huge. <laughs> yeah, literally. He, the guy's two hundred and seven centimetres and he carries that team on his back because Melbourne doesn't want to play Brody Groney as a forward, and Brody Groney doesn't want to play as a forward. Mm. And then you look at Tim Taranto, who's more than likely going to be in a top five Brownlow voters this year because of how good he's played. And he's not in part of the forty man's forty four man squad of the end of the year. Like how?
2: I'll tell you what, what what's the I'm looking at the All-Australian squad now. I'm a little bit surprised about Dustin Martin
3: being picked. No, nah, see, I I can understand why Dusty got picked. I can understand it. One person I don't think should have been there is Joe Danaher. Yeah.
2: Look, Joe Danaher has been one of the surprise packets that um, being able to overcome injury and perform. but
3: Oh, that's all good and well, mate, but you're not kicking yeah, a ball just... straight, are
2: you? Yeah, exactly. That, that was what I was going to say next. It's just... You look at that match. Look at that match uh, against St Kilda. You know th- he wasn't doing anything special.
3: Yeah, it's it's so hard, but
2: it's a surprising one. Like you know, you've like the Dacos brothers. Obviously, are meant to be there.
3: Yeah, of course.
2: Yeah, just just lighting up the competition. Canelio, Tom Green, Toby Green. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Tim just, English, yeah. Bonapelli. You can understand those guys being there. But yeah, I I think it's going to be best for us to delve into this later this week. Yeah, when we, I was uh, going to say
2: like like you asked about duds like I like left once it left out like I, I'm more focused on a couple of the plays that were probably included that shouldn't have been.
3: Yeah right.
2: Um. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it's a different one for me this one.
3: Yeah. Well. But yeah. I, I reckon we. Well, this week, like I've mentioned, we're going to do. Our finals preview this week. Yeah, we're gonna do a separate. We're gonna do a separate podcast this week. Uh separate for yeah. the Ruck and Freshman. We're gonna we're gonna dive into segment, it. So we're gonna have a really good dive into it. Yeah, um, and we'll get around it. we'll do the all Australian squad and we will get the finals preview. We'll talk about our favorite players. Blah blah yeah. blah. Yeah. So we've done, but, a, uh, we've done a
2: recap. We'll we'll uh, actually go a little bit more in depth about that leading to the finals.
3: And yeah, we will. And yeah. Please make sure you tune in as you do with everything okay. else with the Rock and Friction podcast. Joey, back to you, mate.
0: Thank you, boys. That was great as always. Yeah, that will drop. Is it? Are you doing it this week or next week? Uh next week. Next week. Next Beautiful. Week. So yeah, that will drop next week. Uh, it'll be just under the Rock and Friction podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Will be right there. All right, boys. That is it for tonight. I know it's been a late one, so we're going to can it there. Uh, I'd just like to thank our sponsors, of course, in Get Fat, Gibson's Country Style Jerky, Blokes Walk and Talk, Fudge Life, Pickle Bet, Grounded Drops, and Savvy Beverages. Thank you for all your support so far. Getting lots and lots of sponsors at the moment. So we do thank you very much. Uh, I'd like to thank our guests, of course, in Reese, Reese, Blake, Craig, and Kevin as well. And I'd just like to thank our listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget, you can follow us on Spotify or wherever else you get your podcasts as well. That's Reese, Reese, Blake, Craig. I'm Joey. Remember, stay puffed.